everybody to the cold classic podcast only two haze this time hey 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 cameron jones here as always with my co-host ahoy hoy mark nussel along with the charismatic jordan jones (laughs) (laughs) Uh, my charisma doesn't come from my inflection i think we all know that what movie are we doing today well we've been kind of all over the place this summer we said we were going to keep it the summer of action blockbuster so we're kind of getting back into that right now we're going to be doing the 1996 nature vehicle twister uh so this movie is about the most tornadoes that have ever conglomerated in one spot uh, in Oklahoma, in this case. This movie's about the suck zone. Starring Helen Hunt, Bill Paxton, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Carrie Elways, and the dude from Ferris Bueller, Cameron. You know Cameron? This is a fun quest where you see a young Philip Seymour Hoffman before he becomes one of the best character actors of his generation. It's the wonder of nature, baby! Yeah, this is another movie where Carrie Elways might be better off if people would just let him do his accent, you know? I actually think he tries to do a southern accent yeah, on some Yeah, he tries. Uh, this movie has more near-death experiences than Final Destination and leads to the age-old question, can you survive belted to a pipe in a tornado? The improbable love story of a divorce. No, I don't actually know. You've never seen it miss this house and miss that house and come for yours. 1996. Twister. What do you guys think? Is this a cult classic? Uh, probably not. No, no. Nope, but we're gonna do it anyways. Pe- people still like it. Big hit at the time. It's just a big action movie that we felt like doing. I may be a broken record, but if you give this twenty years, it could be. It's not yet. Give it time. Give it nostalgia and give it our age group. Give it the, the only way that always works for every movie is just generationally. Whatever you grew up in, you're going to love that era of movies. And for us, it's like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. It's in the 90s disaster film cult that will someday exist, but doesn't yet. So get ready. We're really ahead. <laughs> but no, it's totally not a cult classic we're yet. We're really ahead of our time. <laughs> not too much. I'd say we're like 10 years, 10 years tops. But no, right? No. Well, Gen Zers are gonna watch this and be like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm so like, edgy, watching Twister. Who'd have thunk?" Gen Zers are gonna be like, "Is that the lady from Mad About You?" <laughs> She's from Mad About You, right? Who can say? <laughs> um, I think so. I'll, I'll, I'll get in on that. Well, um, I guess that takes us to cast and crew, right? Cast and crew. Mark, break it down for us. Cast and crew, Mark, uh, just to get it started, Helen Hunt was in Mad About You. <laughs> Co-starring okay, okay. Uh, Paul I like the fact check. We like to keep Paul it Reiser. Yes, let's, let's, see how many uh, that let's start up. <laughs> let's start up cast and crew. We have Helen Hunt. Uh, she's Dr. Joe Harding. Joe. Um, best movie. Like, what, what's your best Helen Hunt movie? I don't know. I can't honestly really this. think of one other than this. Probably this has got to be the best she's, one, right? She's in Castaway. Like, she's yeah. In, Castaway's the only other one I can think of. I keep wanting to say Mel Gibson movie. Uh, what women want? Yep. Uh, I she keep honestly thinking want. the first thing that keeps happening is I keep thinking of just Jodie Foster movies. I'm like, oh no, shit. Oh well, no wait, no. She's the more likable Jodie Foster. 
Yeah. 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 I used to confuse them <laughs> a lot as a kid. I don't think I know as much. No, now. they do. That's the thing. Is like they very confusable. Could you imagine Jodie Foster and Mad About You? <laughs> Whoa, that'd be dry. <laughs> 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 I'm, sorry. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'd go with you know what women want is sexist, but it's a it's it's fun. It's fine. It's a Nancy Myers movie. She did. Um, the Holiday, that one, The Intern, movies like that. Oh, yeah, that those types of movies. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bill Paxson, we have as Bill Harding. Uh, Bill. I mean, Titanic. Convenient. Uh, this is a pretty big one for me. Um, Bill Paxson. Alien. Isn't he in Alien 1? Oh, yeah, Alien. He's he's, Apollo pretty, 13. he's known kind of for that role, too, of being like over the top and crazy, so we should get As a, a kid, though, that. Apollo 13 was my jam, so even with Twister in the running. You're giving it Apollo 13? For me, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, for me it's probably Titanic. Uh, we have Carrie Elway's as Jonas. I mean, you Doctor Jonas. It's crazy. You look, you look at all these uh, character names, and it's Doctor this, Doctor that. Doctor. They're all like scientists. They're all scientists in like, this one. They're all smart as no, shit. No, no, no. They all have doctorates. That's, <laughs> they let's all not have be confused yeah, right. that they're scientists. They didn't say okay. it's what. We don't uh, know I mean, what they're doctors of. We've talked about Carrie Elway's a million times. I mean, go to see our Princess Bride episode. Go listen to our. I don't even know what else. Robin Hood Men in Tights. We've done. We've done like few of his, except for Saw. We, uh, I hate we might as well uh, just do it to finish him out. Come we'll, on, don't hate what, do it what for, have we What have we Saw missed too. on Carrie Elway's? It's surprising. He might be out Saw. of all the actors in the most amount of movies we've movies done. Movies we've done. Huh. And yeah, I wouldn't say... True. I mean, it's got to be close. I'm trying to actually think about that. Like, actually think about that. Princess Bride. That close. Robin Hood Men in Tights. This. Fuck, I don't know. That's a, Let's look. Let's we'll, we'll look it up. And next episode, we'll, we'll figure out who... What actor's been in the most? We've talked about the most. I mean, yeah. it's got to be close to be Keanu, but we're really trying. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jamie Gertz, she's Melissa, the... You'll recognize her. new fiancé. You'll recognize as her star? as um, Star from... Or Star Child, or whatever it is from star Lost from Boys. Lost Boys. Uh, yeah. Go back and see our Please Lost listen, Boys episode. Listen to our Lost Boys it's episode. It's like our first fucking one. Uh, we have Philip Seymour Hoffman. Can't forget him. Uh, also, R.I.P. Just to Bill Paxton, Philip Seymour Hoffman. True, yeah. tough, you know, to not have any movies with those guys. Two, two major cool actors there. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, shout out to Long Came Polly. Just the sharded thing. He kind of made that a whole thing. Uh, I mean, I really like him in Big Lebowski. You can go back and see him in our episode of that. Uh, what do you guys like him in? So everything. The movies that I saw on IMDb, like, I, like I hadn't seen like Capote. I've seen him in Capote. I haven't seen that one. I, I wouldn't um, say Capote is the one where he became like the I guy. I thought I knew his work more, but he won an Oscar for it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually I I I oft I try to rewatch the talented Mr. Ripley because I'm like someday I'm gonna like it, but I never do. Yeah, similar experience. I actually just watched it not too long ago. He plays a weird Philip Seymour Hoffman esque character. He's got like lazy draws and he's got a really funny. I think he line does in this there. role in Twister. Like well, I don't know. It's, it's that's probably an easy rule, but like, so I'm. I don't know. I I, li- I like this Philip Seymour often. I will. The yeah, it is. It is cool how he can play somebody that's so funny and serious and weird. He just has many different layers. Um, Lois Smith plays Meg Green, Aunt Meg. Um, I don't think I know I've, her from anything. I don't know her from these, but she's in Minority Report. Minority Report. Lady Bird and the Nice Guys. Yeah, so some some pretty big movies. Uh, I've um, seen uh, all those, and I can't think of who she is in any of them, except for maybe in Minority Report, she might be the the the, the lady in the garden and the like greenhouse. I think she's that chick. I don't know. Alan Ruck plays uh, Rabbit. We know him from Ferris Bueller's. 
Cameron. Also, Spring speed. Um, name. And he's in speed. Uh, let's let's just keep it keep it running. Sean Whalen um, plays Allen. A lot of these are kind of like the the sub sub the side characters, characters in the Storm Chasers. Yeah, Jordan has a clear thing on him though. I mean, we got to give it up. He's the guy in that thing you do. I only came here to get something dance, and how are we going to oh, dance yeah. without? And I assume we're going to meet girls and dance. How are we supposed to meet girls and dance? Yeah, I don't even have that on my list. That's that's such a good call. My shorts can shut up. <laughs> I'll kick your ass. I, so I know him from. He's like one of the McPoyles in Always Sunny. We just watched Tammy and the T Rex. So oh, he's, he's also in that. True. He's in Tammy and the T Rex. You guys made a he's record. Might be Idle Hands. You guys want is he for real in Idol? I gotta rewatch. Turns out this everybody movie. is. I know it's been a while. They've got one of the Bash Brothers in it too. The- True, he's one of the Stoners. Uh, who else we got? And a young Jessica Alba. I'm just gonna go through just the last of these. Uh, Scott Thomas. These are all like the side characters: Preacher, Belzer, Haynes, Eddie, um, Scott Thompson, Todd Field, Joey Slotnick. Joey Wendell Slotnick. Joster. We gotta give a shout out. We just did a blast from the past. He is the diner son. He's like, I'm the father. You know, that guy. Yeah, that guy's uh, super recognizable. I also don't think he has a line in this fucking movie, but I saw him and I'm like, I know that guy. (laughs) He's definitely in there. Jeremy Davies, Zach Radier, and Gregory Sploder. Here's the deal. Uh, Seeing a Jake Busey on the call list, didn't see him. You see Jake Busey? Mm-mm. Gary Busey. I didn't kid. see Anthony. Maybe Rapp he's either. like one of the like other crew, just extra. Sure, guys. anybody could be, I guess. But yeah, or like maybe um, like the drive-in. Uh, he's just an extra there. I don't. Know. I didn't see him though. That's cool. That's good for uh, cast one, and crew. Any one cast member? Sorry, uh, one ca- uh, crew member. Sorry, uh, Mark Mancina uh, was in the musical department for this. Did the, did the music? He also did it for Speed um, and Con Air. Funny enough, I believe he also composed. Composer for Tarzan, so it's a pretty big nineties action in there. Moana. He definitely has that down, and Moana. I can kind of hear that like with like with like marching drums and stuff. Yeah, I can hear that sound. Heavy yep. drums, heavy drums. Exactly. Um, uh, who is the director on this? Did we ever mention that? No. Okay, so I imagine he's a little French. Jean de Jean de Bon. <laughs> I think Jean de Bon. Uh, I think he directed Speed. Because Jean de Bon. He directed Speed. You say he did. Yeah. Cool. And the haunting, Cameron. Have you seen that? Yeah, he directed that. We've all we've all yeah. we've all seen a version of that called Scary Movie Two. Um, there there's an unverified that I'll bring up with this. So the success that he got from Speed, starring Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock, mm-hmm. uh, Catabolism. He directed Twister. Then he was slotted to direct Minority Report. Uh, but the haunting Produced did so instead. bad, Steven Spielberg dropped him. He's like, I'm just gonna direct it. <laughs> he still produced it though, so it didn't completely drop him. I haven't seen Minority Report for years. Is that one of those things that's coming true now with all the surveillance and stuff? Uh, that's the fe- one where they predict crimes, right? Yeah, and then it turns out maybe not all those crimes are actually going to happen, kind of thing. Yeah, it's well, been a long time since I've seen it. I was kind of young. I remember being so so about it. I don't know. I'd, I'd have that to go genre back and- of sci fi and especially early 2000s futuristic utopia stuff just never interests me i don't care maybe it'll Mm. happen just go go watch go watch quantum leap if you guys want some (laughs) sci-fi live it up you only got one life don't waste it watching minority report (laughs) anyway listen to us talk about twister for an hour and a half (laughs) you're stuck somewhere listen to us can't get to sleep i'll lull you to sleep that's it though i mean let's let's not beat a dead horse here there you go a dead cow here 
<laughs> nice. Uh, should we move on to Unverified? Okay, welcome to Unverified. Before we kick this off into uh, facts about the movie, I have some tornado facts for you fellas, just to get you really? in the right. Yeah, I do. Just to get you in the right mindset, just a couple things I think you guys should know. First off, on average, tornadoes Ooh, travel to about ten to twenty miles per hour, so it's possible that they could be outrunning things in the vehicles. Very possible. H- hold I- on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's mm-hmm. actually talk about. Yeah, that. give us a second to yeah, digest. Let me it. digest that for a sec. But the uh, top speeds of uh, of of a sixty mile per hour uh, tornado have. Did you reported. want to be a um, tornado chaser or storm chaser as a kid, Cameron? No. Seems like something that could have been in your realm. Uh, it's a, okay, a weird fantasy I had. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think all. This, I had one. I think friend. everyone in, in, enjoys looking at storms, but I don't know. I wasn't as cavalier as some others. I think our dad and the family is more of the one that was uh, a little too dangerous and out in the garage when maybe he should be downstairs i'd say less of a chaser more of a uh if there's an armchair quarterback if there's a sit in your front and look yeah it's go it's back and say that, that that uh info one more time i want to just like do some math here some quick math on average tornadoes travel 10 to 20 miles per hour now i think i can ride a bike probably like 20 miles per hour and i know that because i rode a bike next to my mom's like van like back in 2000 like Five. It was twenty miles. Four. Per hour. Was she training you? So what was she training? Half a block. Just, I was like, <laughs> I started. I flagged her down. Hey, hey! How fast um, am I running? It was about twenty. After Cameron gives you his facts that he looked up, I'll give you everything I remember about growing up about tornadoes. We did grow up in the Midwest. We're familiar with the subject. Uh, new fact: When you're being blown around from a tornado, there's about a nine percent chance that you would survive with minimal injuries. Uh, it's pretty much flying debris that's going to kill you. It's going to be getting hit with things in the tornado. Sure, uh, sure. If you are if you are standing, if the wind uh, the winds of a tornado can pick you up and toss you far enough to kill you. But if you lay on the ground, you have a significantly better like like apparently a way higher chance oh. of surviving. Is that why we like lay in ditches? That's like what they tell you. Gotta get to a ditch. Laying, laying up here, like uh, as opposed to standing, huge difference in tornadoes. See, I, n- I never got the ditch thing, but maybe. I well, mean, that well, that's, I get- that's one flying debris, and that's two actually it, like get the wind picking you up and being able to get you. So um, like, don't stand like with a big like double XL T shirt. Get small. Get 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 down. Get small and get in the ditch. Uh, if you're in a secure place, I have good news for you guys. Uh, you can totally breathe in the center of the tornado. It will not be sucking the wind out. There will not be zero oxygen. It's totally plausible for the tornado to pass over you and for you to be breathing. Unfortunately, who did that test? Who did that <laughs> test? Oh, I um, can breathe. <laughs> and though I would oh. say. You can breathe, mm-hmm. but it's going to be tough to breathe because you'll be unconscious from getting hit with, <laughs> getting hit with shit. <laughs> uh, and those are my real tornado facts. Now, uh, if you guys want to kick you off to the movie facts, here we go. I was a, When I was a kid, uh, a tornado is when a warm front means a cold front. Mm-hmm. I always thought that if you – you know when cars got separated and you could have air conditioning – and you could uh, you could you control the back half of the cab to the to shotgun or whatever. Right. I thought if somebody on. turned the heat on the back and somebody turned the AC on the front, that you could cause well, a tornado a twi- that's in your car. G- and actually, um, I hate to break it because I have to. The Simpsons made a joke about that, but I came up with that oh. before the Simpsons. 
Here's my favorite one. Okay. Here's my favorite one. I want to get this because I never had this. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Sorry. Phil, Philip Seymour Hoffman, as part of his character choice, he decided not to wear underwear on the set in the movie because he thought that his character wouldn't wear underwear. Mm-hmm. And um, it got there. to the point. They had to digitally remove his balls from a scene <laughs> because his balls like fell out of his, his shorts and they needed up. that. They needed that scene. So they had to pay to digitally remove Philip Seymour Hoffman's balls. It's the, it's the scene at the beginning when Marissa is first coming to the camp and he has his legs up in the lawn chair. Uh, the, it actually made it to the original theatrical release and VHS, or and I think VHS, and it wasn't to the D, the digital remaster that they, I think, took his balls out. But I might be wrong on that. So I think there's copies of that out there with his balls. Imagine, I mean, if I just imagine being like the film editor, like on Monday, coming in, being like, "Oh, hey, shit. hey, Phil, we need to." Um, I gotta show you. I gotta show you some balls. Imagine everyone else on set who probably saw his balls a bunch, and that was just the one just time they cut on camera. They had to airbrush the balls out. I mean, that's amazing. Uh, it probably would have been really expensive in 1996. True. To airbrush balls out, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. I feel like we'd just zoom in. We'd really just frame that up. <laughs> easy, easy. You can hardly see them balls. Uh, this is an They're endearing balls. one. Uh, after Bill Paxton's passing, in uh, I actually don't have the year here, uh, but. Storm Chasers choreographed a GPS thing that would spell out BP for Bill Paxson. And that was uh, one of only, I believe, one of only five times they'd ever done that. And the first time they'd ever done it for someone who was not a Storm Chaser killed in the line of duty. Bill Paxson. So well well respected within the uh, Storm Chasing community. It does seem, it would seem so. What I like about Storm Chasers is it seems like they're kind of like, like Jeep people, people who own Jeeps, like very loyal, very like give one of these anytime, like a little honk, like anytime you see one of your well, members pass. But like that, it, that it, depends if you're that or it's a, it seems like you'd also be a black caravan kind of person that just uh, looks forward and doesn't do anything, you know. What's the best corporate sponsor for? Oh well, I'm not talking about storm chasers. Storm chasers. <laughs> I would assume the best corporate sponsor would be Surge. <laughs> Surge. Uh, not probably either. not anymore. Um, the writers of this, Michael <laughs> Crichton mm-hmm. and Marie Martin, were paid two million dollars for the script. So yeah, I read that. I have somebody that. like I've like it broken down like per day what they were making in it. Michael cr- Crichton directed they, Jurassic Park. They were making a hundred thousand really? to to punch up the script, or he wrote it. Just double check that. Wait, who who did you say for um, that, Jordan? Who were the writers? I'm sorry, Michael Crichton. Michael Michael Crichton. And his wife, Anne Marie Martin, uh, paid $2 million for the script. Do you want to hear something else that's crazy then off of that? Uh, both Josh Whedon and Steven Zillian uh, were brought in as script doctors at a fee of 100000 a week to punch up the script. So they spent a shit ton I, I read on that, that as well. Well, but why? I don't know. What, what's it's going on? It's not like there's that much movie? built in. Like, yeah, it's, uh, what does that mean? Is like the studio like thinks like it's weak and they need they brought it in because like the director's not going to be like, oh, I need you'll, help. Like, you'll have that a lot though. Where no, when like, you when you have somebody come and, and punch up a script, they'll say, hey, this scene isn't working out. Write some new dialogue or write a new scene. We need to add this in there. Or in general, they they'll buy like a B, a B script and they'll like get a comedic writer. They'll bring in J.J. Abrams to help like get finished produce and like punch up the script at the end and just put their trademark kind of on thing on it. I know that Patton Oswald, because he talks about it, punches up scripts and oh, really? like made a second career out of it. Yeah, like lots of scripts. Hmm. Interesting. Seems like a sweet gig if you can get it because... Who fucking knows what makes the movie? Because it could possibly pay up to $100,000 a week just for you to not even write the material, but to rewrite some of the things to make it better. 
Uh, buckle your seats for this one, but a recording of a camel's moan was slowed down and used as the sound of the tornado. I also read that. I did I love fun things. Let me know That's if you want to read that one again. Like, what is it in Jaws? In Jaws, don't they end up taking, isn't it like a semi-truck or something going off a cliff in slow motion? More realistic. I guess I don't know what a camel's moan sounds like. I guess it sounds kind of like, uh, Out the window. If I already guessed, it'd be like, Bleh. I mean, honestly, all it is for that tornado is. Slow that down. You got Twister. I mean, honestly, all it is for the tornado is like low rumbling bass. So I'm sure if you just slow that down and boosted the bass, it'd just be, it's just, you've seen a rumble. You just need. Sure, 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 sure. Like, but why couldn't they have you just a humans just like, uh, like whatever. Uh, it had to be, uh, it had to be the camel's moan. The straw that made the camel. It's the moan. only thing that could ever work. Mark. It's nothing I would want to do. I don't want the responsibility to be my job, but it'd be fun to be a Foley artist. Yeah, that'd be cool. And a sound designer, but it would suck to have. I'm pretty to sure really you can just go at, back in the day on a universal tour and at least get to be the kid that does the pan of lightning, you know? I think yeah, it's cool. I think it's uh, Fred Armisen does something like that on Portlandia. Like they're they're like fully art. <laughs> oh, like, sure. Yeah, just just imagine that. Anyways, um, let's keep it going. A jet. En- this is an easy one. A jet engine from a Boeing seven hundred seven was used to generate some wind in a couple scenes. Um, that's whatever you expect it, Cameron. I feel like yeah, it's that or the big uh, industrial fans. That's what I mean. That's what I would yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is kind of crazy. Um, uh, the town of Wakita, the one that gets demolished by uh, the tornado, was actually partly demolished by the film crew for the scene of the twister passing. I imagine that main strip where you can see that like is clearly demolished in that one scene they're driving through. Uh, but they had a deal with the town that they just had to rebuild everything they tore down. So the town just kind of got a revamp after the after the filming because they tore down downtown and rebuilt it for them. And I think they also got paid as a town to have them shoot there. Yeah, which makes sense. And it looks like just a tiny Then they rebuilt their town. town, and now I believe there is a museum dedicated to the movie. There's got to be. Twister. <laughs> but if it's, a, if it's a small town, it's like, yeah, you can build up. You can fuck up our town. That's fine. I got that, a crazy. Um, this one's, yeah. this one's a fun one. I, I, I like this one. I don't know why. Um, this movie was co-produced between Universal Studios and Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. the movie Twister. So... In honor and homage to that, uh, the drive-in movie theater scene, they had a double feature, which was Psycho from 1960, which was a Universal release, and then The Shining from 1980, which was a Warner Brothers release. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of fun. Yeah, I like that. I like I those, those little, little, little fun movie yeah. yeah. This one's kind of a good jump off of that RIP to the Twister ride that was at Universal. Now mm. overtaken attraction. by attraction, attraction, attraction. <laughs> Son of a. It gun. wasn't even a ride. It was delightful. It was you just experience. went in there. You just walked in there. Yeah, it wasn't like, right. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, overtaken by the Jimmy Fallon. What, what's that thing? The Jimmy. Oh Fallon, yeah, right. I did see that there. That's what it took over, huh? For real. Hmm. Those are the things that are so much more fun. The old stuff when they age. It's just like a classic car. Yeah, it sucks for a little bit, but if you give it time and let it let it ride. Let it run. I went there. I went to Universal Studios probably like five years ago. And uh, that thing was delightful. I almost enjoyed that more than actual rides. I'm like, sure. this is great. In fact, I- I'd like to buy just a DVD. At Universal Studios, a lot of these rides and attractions are introduced by people from the movies. Like Bill Paxton uh, and Helen Hunt talk about that. Maybe Steven Spielberg. I can't remember. I just want to watch those. You hear them talking? Yeah. Like, love that. Uh, after this quarantine's over, try to get to Universal and hit up the mummy ride while you can before they take out Brendan Fraser. Yeah, I know. And replace him with, I guess, Tom Cruise. Yeah, probably. Um, this is kind of crazy. Does the CGI cow look familiar to you? Familiar to you at all? 
No. Well, it should, and here's why. They took um, the... This, this, is the be- this is the best unverified you're about to hear. This is... This is cool. they, they borrowed the CGI uh, from... Initially, it used to be a zebra in Jumanji when it's going around in a circle getting sucked into the book. They took the basis of that, flipped it around, they made it the cow for Twister. It's in Jumanji. When I read that, I, I honestly didn't understand computer animation anymore you just copy and paste shit <laughs> i just didn't know you could just copy and paste shit back in the 90s <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that was we just have it on easier. file I'm, it's just a file I'd be, boom you know, put it in know, i bet there'd That's be a lot more like, of that than you wait, think command p just command v like during this viewing of the movie i realized something that i'd never thought of when i watched this movie all those cows are gonna land somewhere and die explode mm, yeah not in, far, are, not in land farmland areas either like playgrounds <laughs> they're gonna land in waukita all of a sudden and be like oh my god there may be a fact I heard or learned around this movie or just growing up in the Midwest. I heard that sometimes cows would get moved by tornadoes, but then just be set down and land on their feet. I've heard that. I don't know if that's it's true. That's such a that's really Iowa thing of you to say, like an Iowa wives tale. Like that, you are you are showing your Midwest right now. Pull down your you got pull the, up your pants. You, 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 you got the fill in the blank. Somebody give me a last name. I'll just use it. the Nestles, the Twister Bandit, so he's stealing people's cows. <laughs> Uh, Bill Paxton said he didn't meet producer Steven Spielberg until a year and a half after the movie was filmed. And Steven Spielberg said, thanks for making me a lot of money. <laughs> that part is so good. <laughs> like, what, that, that's Here's just, what I don't that's get. That's a wild, like, cocky move by Steven. I assume he has a he had a, a partnership or a deal with Universal at the time. Is every movie Steven Spielberg is a producer on, is he... Is he invested in that and making a shit ton of money every movie? Yeah. It can't be it can't be every I mean, movie. You, he, I'm he, sure you have he, he's you have to, not box office type shit, but like you'll eventually like get that uh, money I'm sure, back. I'm sure you have different points on each project, but I'm sure that it's Steven Spielberg attached to it, therefore you get a little larger percent than any other a hole. So I'm sure he's making a fuck to, yeah, I'm sure he's doing okay. Uh this movie was kind of uh known for having like super loud bass um and like surround sound uh, surround sound channels and it was notorious for destroying uh, speakers all over the nation. Theaters, like TV speakers, just like... Which at some point is kind of on the sound editor and sound design of the movie. It's kind of their fault. <laughs> like, also think about this. Back in the day, surround sound was probably relatively new back then. When we were young, uh, they just had big speakers behind yeah. the the screen. Well, sounds, yeah, exactly. We're just so, like, more bass so, equals better. Like, that's... That's what we thought back in the I mean, that, that was that was the 96. 90s. You ever seen a you ever feel a car go by and shake your body in the 90s? Mm, yeah, I love it. It's like Jesus Christ. Uh, just just to get it out there, this movie was made for 90 mil, 92 million dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the budget. Box office return 495 million dollars. Hmm. Not too shabby. It turned a penny, but that's obviously throughout the years. Yeah. And I mean, they expected it to. This is all kind of another fun tie into real life tornado stuff. So you know when they're at the drive-in and all of a sudden the TVs go to static and they both look really serious, Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton. Uh, that was because before digital TV, for some reason, tornadoes would just give off a frequency that would always make channel two go to static and then go blank. So when they saw that happening, they're like, "Oh, there's a tornado nearby giving off this frequency." So now, so you just always have a, a, a TV on channel. Everything's two. everything's Ooh. moved to digital. Even like those channels, everyone had to get those digital converter boxes. So that's not a thing anymore. 
true. Ooh. But that used to be a little warning system, though. Our tornado warning system. That's what they did. They they didn't have enough time. They took away our... They didn't. No. You gotta go. You gotta go do your science and then prove it for 15 years and warn them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, we'll get to I, it. I guess we'll I don't realize it. this, but the movie happens within just a day, like a 24-hour span. Yeah. In, I, mean, I like except, movies like that. For, like, it seems like, it just really goes quick too. It's like it's a two-hour movie, but it doesn't feel like it. Don't get me wrong. I love a wide variety of movies. I like slow, boring ones. I like thought-provoking ones. I like action ones. But the all-in-one day just go movie works. Mm, love it. It's it's delight most of the time. If it's in one day, you got no choice but to deal with it. Having that said, a lot happened in this day. Um, this is just kind of a throwaway, but just like a little wink. They named their instrument Dorothy because it's a, uh, it's a, it's a nod to the real thing, which is called Toto. They're the actual weather system that they base this off of. When I read that one, the I'm original like, one though was named after Toto the band because I fucking love that. When I, uh, when I read that unverified, I'm like, well, I think it's. I think they're both just based off the fucking Wizard of Oz. Like, let's not try to yeah, be I mean, the bush yeah. there. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like that's the easier thing to say. I don't think I don't think it'll be um, our Mount Rushmore, but uh, these are the two best Twister movies, right? This, this, and that. Movies. There was a movie tornadoes. that came out in like I don't know, two thousand eight, nine, or something that was called Twister. <laughs> that was called Tornado. If you, if you I can't don't remember know. what it's called anymore. Heavy Breeze. I've never seen Sharknado, but I believe that is a tornado of Twister's sharks. such a badass name for a tornado movie. I don't know why. It's the it's the best name. They, oh, they what about it. what if I make an action movie called NATO? I think that would be about Shark-nado? the North Atlantic Ocean. What's the what's the acronym for NATO stand for? You really talk to Mr. NATO about that. Yeah, really. It sucks was originally going to be used as like one of the taglines for the film, but like I mean, just think about having a tagline of "It sucks." It just kind of caters to like, you know, critics and <laughs> before yeah, before release, the producers would change the name because they were like, "Well, this caters too easily to bad reviews." Sorry, I just wa- I just want to spit it out. NATO NATO is the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. <laughs> oh, nice. You want to hear an Iowa fact? Uh, of course. Uh, so Iowa. You know- Iowa. Uh, filming in Oklahoma, they couldn't find large enough uh, little pellets of ice for the hail scene, and they couldn't find like a or even like a hail making machine. They couldn't get anything there, so they ended up having to uh, order hail out of state from Burlington Ice Company in Burlington, Iowa. And to make sure the uh, the hail would show up better on film, they would have them pour a little milk in there too, so it would come up white on the film. Wait, really? And as long as we're talking Iowa facts, I believe Burlington, Iowa was the original capital of the state of Iowa and then later on moved to Iowa City and then eventually Des Moines. I don't I don't believe that to be true. <laughs> I'll look it up right now. Uh, so this is a shitty one. I've heard of, di- of people having eye problems like this before, but the the background skies are have to be graying and gloomy for a lot of this, but obviously you could tell they're filming on bright, sunny days. So when they were filming Helen Hunt and pa- Bill Paxton in the cab, they would like just flood it with really high, intense light, and they ended up getting uh, retinal burns f- throughout the filming uh, because they had to make the background look so gloomy. And you can kind of tell sometimes when they're in the car, they're kind of squinting when it should be like a gloomy day outside. Jesus, that sucks. There was another one. I think it was uh, Independence Day. They were also getting like eye problems from the the the, the sea salt uh, shoot. They <laughs> no, did they, they were getting they the were sand. getting like shin burns. Oh yeah, they were getting like burns. They and were stuff. they were they were filming on salt. Fields. And I'm pretty sure that was early green screen, and they were all wearing sunglasses because they thought they were all going to get eye damage from it. And then they just got shin burns. 
Um, so there's this thing called the Fujita, Fujita scale. It has five marks. I like to call it the Fujita scale. Uh, in 1999, a tornado located in Bridge Creek, Moore, Oklahoma, devastated with a force more powerful than ever seen, was the first F6. Although, oh, wow. people from the Weather Channel like to say it's an F5, sweep it under the rug. There's a conspiracy there. I'm going to search more. I'm going to dig some stuff up and come after the Weather Channel. Anyways, if go an on. F5 is the um, finger of God, is an F6 just two fingers of God? I'm, I'm going to hang up and let you guys answer. Eventually, God's dick's going to come out and tear <laughs> shit up. It's probably like an F7. Uh, last one I have. Uh, we've already talked a lot about the cost and the people they've brought in. So I'm kind of just, it's really adding up. But you know the scene at, near the end where the oil tanker explodes? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's a rumor that, well, this part's true. They accidentally didn't get it on film, and it was a huge, costly thing. So um, the Debon uh, didn't tell the producers and just set oh, it up. Oh, Jean at- Debon? He didn't tell the producer and just filmed it again, but it's rumored that it cost about $500,000 to get that one shot of that oil tanker exploding that they filmed twice. Well, they made Those it back. It's funny because it's like like wild like hearing like that like this one stunt or this one shot cost like cost that. cost like also, whatever thousands of dollars like what, like wow. Holy shit. I can as never As good make a as movie. that stunt was didn't even need no, it. Didn't need it at all. Didn't add, didn't nope. didn't take away, didn't add. It was fine. Cool. Moving on. Okay. Some likes and favorite aspects. Likes and favorite aspects. Um, this is a throwaway. I'm not even going to mention it. It's a 90s movie. We like 90s movies. What else do you guys like about it? Okay, so I need to go into that a little more. Like For me, it's just like I had this movie at home. Mm-hmm. It's more nostalgia. Like well, actually, so that, that is goes something maybe we should... That, t- actually, this is one... I did brush pie that, but actually, this is one that almost every... I would say just Iowan, but Midwesterner kind of has on DVD or back in the day VHS just because you deal with storms. We were in Tornado in our, Alley. In our age group, uh, to piggyback off this, I think that farmers that we grew up with have three movies when we were growing up. Field of Dreams, A Given, Twister, and Titanic. And I think this Those is like the three 10th movies, time we brought this up on the podcast, but it's it never is, been but more here, true. Here's the thing about that is like th- they don't buy them. They are just there. Like they exist with <laughs> the farmhouse. You know what I mean? <laughs> it comes with the farmhouse. It's like a chip. Um, I was saying this to camera. It's like a chip clip. You don't go out and buy chip clips, like those little magnetic chip clips you hang on. Your, oh, also like, pens. I've never bought pens. Pens. You never buy pens. They're just, they they're, they exist. Crazy enough. Mark said that. Then later this week, I was out at the dollar store with my girlfriend. She's like, hey, fucking... we need to buy some chip clips. And I bought no them for the first time. No fucking way you we bought have three a chip new, clip. I bought three of them. Well, you're a fool. He went against this. That he, he created a fucking honestly, paradox. Honestly, I thought immediately when she said it, I was like, oh, Mark is wrong. It happens. You didn't need to, though. Now you're just. Well. We bought a lot of chips. I've been, yeah, I, yeah, honestly, not we, exactly. Jordan's right. We you only, it was we almost. Have, it was almost were you too good to roll up? Chip back one. Too good to roll. Okay, back to back to Twister. I th- I think why we like this so much though, it it speaks to where we grew up. There's lots of disaster movies. A volcano's not going to happen in Iowa. An earthquake's not going to happen in Iowa. We're Midwesterners. We live and breathe. We're not scared of tornadoes. We're not scared of the Twister. You go to the basement. You go to the cellar. That I mean, I'm scared of cellars, but I'm not scared of tornadoes. Cellars mm, are scary stuff. Yeah, um, I'm scared of a storm shelter. I'm oh not yeah, scared of a I'd rather stay outside. I, <laughs> do not let me. Do not make me go in a storm shelter. I'll lay flat in the ditch. On top of that, too, though, like it's a huge cast of just like well, one just kind of ensemble actors, you know, but like Philip Seymour Hoffman. I mean, everything I can speak for the world and say the world loved Bill Paxton. I think some people do 
dislike him, but he gets, gets fun, Bill Paxton, you know? Is he the best actor but in the world? You're Hell wrong. no. No, but does he make an enjoyable yeah. movie? Most of the At time. At least here. At least here. Yeah. And this does he give sure weird did. line readings? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but in a lovable, likable yeah. way. And that's why it's under favorite aspect. My actually my favorite aspect of the movie is uh the storm chaser turned meteorologist turned marine biologist. <laughs> that's maybe my favorite. It's the You same know what guy. the sneakiest the thing movie. is? The, if we do that with uh with, with Keanu Reeves, Johnny Utah versus whatever, <laughs> right. why isn't he just turned right, marine right. biologist? Is it because he's from a landlocked state that churches tornadoes? <laughs> a scientist is a scientist. You figure it out, you know? You move to where the... You get your ear purse, yeah. pierced, you wear a cool sweater, you're on the SS ch- checking out the Titanic. I don't know if he was a scientist in that, though. I think he was just a treasure hunter. And I also don't Seems think he's a scientist in this. Yeah. In fact, when I, I worked at a, a news station uh, in college, a local news station back in Iowa... And if you were a meteorologist, if you went to school for that, we call you a meteorologist. If not, the lower thirds had to say weatherman or weather person or weather <laughs> woman or whatever because they're not a meteorologist. Yeah. We saw a lot of weatherman. I'm just letting you guys know. Some <laughs> oh, people oh, believe oh, in oh, Santa oh. and the Easter Bunny too long. I was late on the game to realize that uh, TV personalities changed their names. I'm like, oh, that's cool. His name's <laughs> Joe Winters. He's a weatherman. That's fucking awesome. What a coinciding. It's like, why wouldn't you become Hannah Storm? I don't know don't if that's somebody. Ex- don't expose. Hey, take that back. Don't expose them. Here's my favorite aspect of the movie. Nah. One, I love a motley crew of dipshits, which are these storm chasers. Mm-hmm. We, we, two, two. You have two crews. You only get another one. But- I, I have such a similar comment. It, it, you said motley <laughs> crew of dipshits. I said quirky yeah, crew that's of stoners fun. and nerds. If you're hanging out so, with those I, people, I, are you getting a lot done? No, you, you're having some fun. If you're traveling the country in a van and you have a relative you always go to for food, if it's one of those kind of crews, it's a good time. But then also, I I like these disaster movies and just how preposterously stupid it is that people get out of the the scenarios that they're in. True. Those are my two favorite aspects. It's a dumb tornado movie. Overall, Come on. That's why we like it. It's a dumb tornado movie. movie. It's a fun movie. You guys literally just like overlapped <laughs> how you just said that. That was amazing. It is, it's the movie. It's, 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 fun. it's, it's a fun it's don't tornado it's movie. movie. Come on. Questions, comments, I'm going to start off. Okay, again, I have to reiterate. Love the movie. I have an animosity. And this is with every disaster movie. The dog is right by them at the beginning. In every disaster movie, just grab the pet when it's next to you. Don't run back for it. Granted, the dog comes to them them in this one, and it's kind of fine. But like, just pisses me off in every disaster movie. Just grab all the family, all the pets, then go. Don't. Oh, no. Stop. Scruffy. I want to come. I don't, I don't like dog scares in movies. Animal what do you scares, mean? Pets, oh, pets that scares. the animal almost dies? Yeah, I don't like that. It's that, every that, disaster that. movie. You gotta have oh, one of those. Oh, you every guys aren't gonna movie. like this take then. As much as I've loved all my pets, I'm never going back for one of them. <laughs> if they can Toby? make it out, we'll Not stay even friends. Toby, dude. Who? Oh my god. <laughs> I'd be like Toby's gone. Well let's touch on that for a second. Animosity. That could have lived. <laughs> Number one, okay. just let go of the door. Don't hang on at all. That's acting is the thing that's launching you to the, like three towns over where you're starting a new life. And it seems like the family lived by just staying far in the fall shelter. Just stay back. Yeah, Here's why the was biggest... she trying to enclose that? They're, they already have like a bunker. Like just stay in the yeah, bunker. Stay down there. Like, there's 
plywood door that I built yesterday is so going to So the, the funny off. thing is of course that it is. Helen Hunt's dad's death motivated her to be a scientist, and I put that in quotes, whatever the fuck she is, to mm. do research. I don't know what makes you a scientist and what doesn't, right? Well, based on what her aunt says, I believe her goal is to stop tornadoes. I don't know if she has a no. science degree or anything. To I just, just know that she's been on the road stopping more. tornadoes. These her, exactly. her it, It's to warn people. She wants to give more warning. Mm-hmm. And based on what they showed us from her recollection, they were in that bunker plenty of time. Her dad, unfortunately, was a fucking idiot. <laughs> and uh, I wouldn't say that he deserved to die. But at one point, yeah. let go. Let go yeah. of the door. Yeah. You ever been, you ever been oh. skiing? You ever been skiing, pulled by a boat? And <laughs> then if you fall... You gotta let go of the. You gotta yeah, let go like, of the rope. Uh, it's on you. you know, if you're I know they're drugged. always uh, updating things like the Heimlich maneuver and just safety protocol, but I think they're always being like, "Hey, stay away from doors and windows." I think that's kind of always been a good, good, a good idea. Maybe not 1969 or whatever it was. I love that it's it's like okay, we want to increase the the minutes of warning, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're still in the same storm shelter. You're still gonna grab onto the same door. It's just gonna be seven minutes later, <laughs> like. <laughs> The aunt didn't have enough time. She said, I didn't have enough time to get to the bunker. You know, you need time to get down to the bunker. You tell them. would have had you time. Go there and tell them. Um, what I like most about that is, the, the, again, the, this is the talking point because this is so much. This has created her character arc. Um, I thought it would be funnier if because of that she became. Who, Aunt Meg or Hannah um, no, Helen Hunt's character, rather than being a scientist that gives people 15 more minutes warning, even though, hey, if there's a green sky, get to the basement. We grew up in the Midwest. Um, no, she she became a lawyer, a trial lawyer, and she sued the uh, the door latch company. <laughs> I think that's a more realistic movie. She actually just supplied the Midwest with really affordable fallout shelters. Everyone has one now. Better fallout shelters. That's the answer. Mm, true. Instead or just of, stronger housing. Yeah, everything. Just, instead mm. of like life alert, like those like jazzies, like at like uh, hover rounds. Instead of like out at the um, Grand Canyon, it's just them like withstanding twisters. They're next to a twister, just like <laughs> not moving. <laughs> um, also, just a quick throwaway comment. Talked about this in our other uh, podcast, but I want a bunker. I would just appreciate a bunker. I want a bunker. You if it's seem cool. like a bunker guy. Yeah, I know. Mm. If only. You give off that vibe. Good. <laughs> the type of bunker I would be going for is uh, what the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live in. Okay. That's the kind of vibe I want. Pretty cool, pretty chill. It's so pretty open sewer, pretty susceptible to... Uh, it is very open. Well, sewer. one time they're in a sewer, and then another time in the second one they have... They have a subway station. That an entire them. subway station that's yeah, for sure haunted. Ooh, real quick though, can we talk about the Earth at the beginning? There, you know, there's actually pretty okay CGI in this, but the 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 Earth at the beginning, comment oh, animosity. Oh, oh, oh. It looks like the animosity. blurriest piece of shit in the world, and it's like they didn't even try. You know Why what I'm talking they... about, Jordan? Yeah, but they were that. also dropping big budgets on making shit explode twice, and if you make <laughs> shit explode, sometimes. It's hey, my, it may- I, a- ask me this. Did you see Sil- Philip Seymour Hoffman's balls? I don't think so. That's true. But that shot was bad enough that I don't think they even need They didn't need it. They were just saying that, like, oh, Dude. we're going to, like, a, like a high-end, like, Doppler no, fucking there's, meteorologist. Like, there cool, like, lightning. They're, like, they could have done that so much better. <sighs> yeah, it, was, it wasn't that good. It didn't age the best. You know what's so weird, though? Because this movie's early, early CGI. Mm-hmm. 
it's not it can't rely on it as heavily as some movies now so in an odd way because there is a little bit more practical effect it the cgi looks bad like the cows look you know kind of gimmicky but it ages better because you only have that versus a movie now that's completely green screen and there's no set pieces and people are reacting to shit that's not there so in a weird way it, it kind of works still. better than a movie like four years ago. I mean, a lot of the wind and like debris and things around them is actual is is real. It's really only the tornado that's ever fake, and then the lighting's obviously way brought up, like we already talked about. Give me, sky, give but... me, a, give me in the chat a gladiator thumb. Does it hold up now, or does it not hold up now? I'm giving, I'm giving you an up because it doesn't take away from the story. Does it hold up? No, but does it? Take I think so. Away? Yeah. No, it doesn't take away. Is this Apollo 13? Fuck no. No. But it's, but it's still, but again, it's still, Apollo 13 fine. was mad on practical effects. True. No, it's not. It's not. So let's compare it to Dante's Peak, Volcano, those. Does it hold up as good as well as those? Yeah. yeah maybe yeah, even slightly good. better. I don't oh. know. The, the the worst bit of CGI though, the worst bit of CGI just while we're still mm-hmm. on it, is for sure when uh, Carrie Elway's car explodes. Yeah. That, that that's pretty bad. <laughs> that that that's one's so like shit. it almost seems that like an afterthought. So like I looked at like I was like hyping up the movie to Car- and like I looked at him like embarrassed like I was like I'm sorry because yeah, I was like hey I think this car is about to explode like I'm to put sure it in like, just, to put it, it in context no, no. and just poof poof ESPN just, may have as good as graphics when somebody gets on fire now I could send you a gif that's like better than that <laughs> shit <laughs> that 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 really that has aged maybe the worst in the movie so bad uh, I'll tell you what's aged pretty bad I have a comment for Rabbit the map guy. That's get out of the map game because nowadays everyone just in those cars has a GPS don't and they don't need them. Fold em. the maps. Some of okay. those people. Let's actually talk about Roll some the of the, 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 the people's roles in this in this crew because like what does Philip Seymour Hoffman do other than drive wow. a car for sure? Pluck, plucky comic. Blares loud music. Yeah, exactly. Like so, like for sure, rabbits the map guy. Some people do science. Very few of them. Like it seems like they have a lot of extra people. I'll put this in context that our our, our our listenership, some of them will understand because they grew up with us. Explain it to the me. Ragbri, some people are just drivers. Not everybody's out okay, there. Okay, very doing quickly, it, Ragbri know? in Iowa, well, in the Midwest, it's a big, it's a big bike. It's a week long uh, biking thing. Did you see Ragbri go by like the other day, Cameron? Uh, I I heard. I remember you talking about. It. Did I see people? No. Oh yeah, we had a bunch of bikers in the. Okay, I know what you're <laughs> talking sorry. about now. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, yeah, Ragbri is a lo- is a long cycling. Uh, have you actually? Have you ever heard of the term um, race. a runner? Have you heard of a runner? No. What's a runner? Like, hey, we've been having a few brews. Maybe we should turn this up a little bit. Maybe bump some nose candy. Hey, get the runner on that. Have him go get us some stuff. Oh, he's just a in general, a runner, like someone who goes and gets, like, yeah. He's just a drug guy. Those guys party. Wait, what's that have to do with anything? He's like That's Morgan Philip Seymour Hoffman's role. In, in oh, oh his, his role in it. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so he's just getting their Let's drugs. Turn it off. He's, like, he's like the roadie that's supplying, like, their drugs on the side and, like, good time. Hey, I definitely know a barn we can crash in later. Talk I've been people. known yeah. to get certain amenities <laughs> see there you go he's a guy that's getting stuff you know maybe it's not science but it's definitely got chemicals involved <laughs> <laughs> that was good yeah yeah i saw you looking up facts but that's that's pretty solid okay as long as though that we're on this i just want to get this one animosity out mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's maybe it's maybe my second biggest one of the movie um we're talking about the map guy he's replaced now there is in no fucking way that Bill Paxton's wife, Melissa, or wife-to-be, fiancé, Melissa, would get cell phone reception, period, no. <laughs> anywhere in Oklahoma in 1996, let alone during a tornado. True. 
Goddamn. You couldn't have, you couldn't get Silverstone reception right now in Oklahoma during a twister. I actually think back then you were paying by the minute. Yeah, I think it was way more. Because I remember Dad had a car phone, and he was like, do not use the car phone. This, this is, is a purely decorative law. and really only in emergency. Only in emergency. Yeah, An emergency means do dying. Not use the car phone. <laughs> <coughs> we have it, but God, please don't even look at it. Do not look at it. Um, here's kind of an animosity. Uh, at one point, Bill Paxton, he's talking about Carrie Elways. He's like, he's just in it for the money and tech. He's got no instincts. Good, because science is all about instincts. It's not about all that data he's collecting. That's why Bill Paxton's failed over the last few years, and he's going to be a weatherman. Well, also, didn't Bill Paxton just sell out for money? Yeah, 100%. He's a weatherman. He's not even a meteorologist. He's they definitely a call him a weatherman, and I don't know if that's a dig or what he is. That's but. because he doesn't have a scientific degree. Um, I do have a question. This is mm-hmm. about Carrie Elway's character. Right. One, does the movie need a, a villain? They already kind of have it him. with the tornado. They don't it's really. It's the tornado, need it. right? It makes Two, me hate him. Is he him. Like, even that like bad he's not of a, a guy? Character. Yeah, but why? Why are they just there? Why can't they just? Why can't they be spread out? Is it weird? Does this often happen where they're the same place and he's is copying that, them? Well, no. Then you have to rely more on, um, just tornado shit, and that's what this movie does well. I feel like is like add some real life aspects, like the divorce. The backstabbing, like I don't know, the, like I, I like what that adds. <laughs> now, this movie was already is over the top to with die. like tornadoes, like the kind of like you're saying. There's a lot going on in this area, so I will say this is one thing that helps break it up with different tension that isn't just like another tornado kind of thing. At least, so true, exactly. No, exactly. They pretty much went about as much tornado as they could. But you were pretty much kind of already getting that with like the Marissa and like the divorce or like kind of thing. That's kind of the whole Only catalyst. Kind that of been doing that. I think that's a big animosity, even for women in film, which are normally underwritten. Uh, his fiance to be is the most subservient person since maybe <laughs> what movie did we do that it was so ridiculous? I can't even remember. She's barely a person. She's just don't there. Don't think about it that much. It's it's not that. Uh, and that's exactly what know. the writers did. Oh, no, it. no. It doesn't matter. In fact, my biggest animosity about her character is you're going to wear all white to a tornado show. Oh, yeah, you're a dummy. <laughs> that is a bad outfit. I know technically by the rules it's after May Day or Labor Day, whatever <laughs> like you can wear white. A, like it's fine. Like, well, I just want to. I want to tag along. What? <laughs> what? Also, just like uh, comment, she's obviously a terrible therapist because, like, from the second they're getting there, Bill Paxton's like, "Why don't you go back to the hotel? I'll go hang out with my ex alone to get these papers signed. Just <laughs> chill." And they're already like rushing into a marriage. Someone tells me she's not that good at giving people advice. Uh, I don't. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't. I didn't know she was a therapist till maybe this viewing. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I really didn't. Oh, this is kind of funny. Uh, so I did rewatch it for this. Mm-hmm. Um, to go along with her subservient, she breaks up with Bill Paxton. And she's like, I'll be fine. And then she just goes, she just leaves the scene. But she's out in the middle of nowhere. Where? How is she, she going to get home? She doesn't have a car. There's bad she weather. She's not getting a flight that night. I'll tell you that much. She has a decent to great cell phone reception. Fun fact. We do know that. that. she created Uber. She just like... <laughs> oh, did you did you guys pick up on any of this between her and Philip Seymour Hoffman's character? A little something going on there. Maybe she had something. It's the sun. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is definitely <laughs> Look up at it. There. It's amazing. 
Uh, okay, let's talk about the cars for a second. I mean, obviously the fleet of the fleet of vans is lame, but like they also are just ragtag group. What do you want to go with? Well, obviously, we know mean? now that there's like storm chasing vehicles in themselves now or that. But uh, I mean, the, well, they made like they, they made storm chasing vehicles indestructible, like Batman tanks. Yeah, right? that's you've cool, never seen a fleet. Of, you've never seen a fleet of Ford Windstars before. Not since we were in high school, going on All little black mini tours. Murdered no. out Ford Windstars. <laughs> No, it's been a while, really. Uh, did miss the that South Ford Windstar, but like with that budget, wouldn't they want like some, probably more rugged vehicles to go off road? Okay, and listen. Stuff? Uh, what I want to bring up to this Absolutely. their corporate sponsorship that the evil team had mm-hmm. ain't no way they got any money. No. It's probably like farmers, like uh, like like Blaine's Farm and Fleet or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no way they've got AccuWeather or whatever government grants. The evil team we're talking about is still trying to like. Get a couple minutes shaved off. It's like yeah, we, there's still. Why don't they? It's all I mean, minutes. I get why they're not it's working like, together. I've got eight minutes. Oh, he's he has six. <laughs> My shit's better. Also, oh, okay. Well, I got a, I got another question coming up, but 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 with mm-hmm. the corporate sponsorship, sure. Um, it's funny that the movie's big evilness is corporate sponsorship <laughs> and tornadoes. Well, okay, yeah, yeah. The, the the bad guys in here though are bad because they took corporate money, right? But there are. Pepsi and Mountain Dew cans, and it just burns in your face like corporate sponsorship. And then Bill Paxton's truck, doesn't it just make you want to dodge Ram? He drives through <laughs> a fucking of. house. I was well, thinking that exactly like two hours ago. I'm like, I actually want a, I want a big truck. Mm, I want, I want, I want some sort of Jeep uh, something. Hmm. Yeah, go off. I saw, I saw driving the other day, they, they remade a Jeep truck. Hmm. Or they have a new Jeep truck. It's weird. It looked weird. It kind of looks like the one in the movie. Jeep drivers do exactly what Iowa drivers do, just like the oh the the two hand wave. Yeah, but that's because you're open air. You got you're a little more free. You know, you're you know. Uh, question for you guys: Where does this rank in your karaoke uh, American accents? It's pretty low for me. But so honestly, if I didn't realize that he was, I noticed he was trying to accent some words. Mm-hmm. It seemed like there was a southern drawl well, in there. It definitely was, was. But number one is liar, liar. I was going to give number one liar, That's liar. His best That's one. his best word. This might be number two, and in the far distance um, is the Stranger newest season things. or the most recent Stranger, Stranger Things. He perfected That's this That's fucking accent. bad. It took him 20 years, but he did it. I can't remember Saw enough to know. I don't think he's got an English accent. The only thing accent. I can remember is I'm going to beat to death. Uh, what's your question? What's your storm chasing music? Oh, CCR all day. I was about to say, day. I do kind of like that seventies, sixties, like like kind of political music is is kind of nice for just like a kind of storm chasing guitar shit. Better run through Mine's the jungle more like a Vanessa I Carlson know. making my way downtown, walking <laughs> fast. <laughs> nice, cool, cool, cool. Uh, it's so beautiful. That'd be great. I, I like sh- that. Shumbo up a tub thumping probably would have been my. Oh, opinion. that's so good too. Drip, drip, drip. But I get up again. Like the two, like like the couple up at the car front. Oh, that's just Cameron. Just <laughs> did it seem like the Motley Crew would have three people pop up that never came back again? I don't feel like I got a good outside of Philip Seymour Hoffman. And Cameron from from Ferris Bueller. Everybody else was interchangeable yeah. to me, and I don't even know if they were they the same. They probably could have had like just like a whole like vehicle death instead of what they did. Like they they kind of. I mean, it's PG thirteen. Oh, you mean some of the good guys died? 
Oh, they didn't kill one on. good guy. So, if you saw like the reason why they call this PG thirteen at the jump is intense depiction of very bad weather. <laughs> like what? Yeah, it's inclement. Like, how do you explain sure. to the kiddos that? Like, it just bear- NSFW. Well, very bad mid- weather. in the Midwest, we didn't we didn't need it explained. Except it's not the birds and the bees; it's the clouds so and the, the wind. Okay, we don't have to go on this long, but here's my first question. of it's the naughty wind. Would they survive? The first one under the bridge when he crashes the car into it. The truck gets sucked up. They seem fine. Would they have survived that? I actually think the crash was the worst <laughs> part. Hitting that bridge. <laughs> like, they just ran into so a what bridge. We learned about tornadoes a second ago. There no should have been belts. just getting whipped with debris. The tornado was, like, literally... First time it was on top, like it's the first time in the movie a tornado is literally just loosely on top of them when they're outdoors and they should just be getting whipped to death with wood. I mean, well, whenever you want to bring it up, however you want to talk about we'll, it, we'll, get, we'll, the we'll, last we'll scene. get there at the end probably. So, but also, why the fuck does it take the truck so long to fall back down when like it didn't, it couldn't suck them out from under the bridge when they're a foot away from that truck, but that truck fell like 30 seconds later. You just said like twenty minutes ago that like that's mm. the uh, that's how you don't get sucked up is lay down. That's true. Lay that's down. True. Get down. Get down. That's. It's actually funny that they were they were in a ditch already when they mm. got out of the car, but you're not supposed to under go things. under underpants. Under, not supposed to go beneath underpasses, which they did, and they're scientists. They should know that. <laughs> true. I guess so. It was pretty intense. What's the closest call to the tornado you guys ever had? Uh, driving with one in a field, like a, a field across from me, uh, racing towards a Culver's to get inside. I've seen funnel clouds. I've never seen like a legit tornado. Uh, I've seen two tornadoes, like straight up down. The real do- dangerous tornado, if if there if there is any, it'd be one that happened in the middle of the night, because that you wouldn't have That's warning true. for. Which it has occasionally. That's the only one I think that. I mean, and growing up, we did grow up where, t- like, Mark and Bowie and I were talking about this the other night, where towns were completely <clears throat> demolished. I mean, like, small towns would just all of a sudden, oh, disappear because a tornado went through it. I mean, yeah, the, the depiction of what happened uh, in this movie. I mean, small towns now, it seems like it's getting stronger. Yeah. The, the good thing about. Not, if there's a good thing, since there is so much uh, open space in the Midwest and Tornado Alley, it doesn't create much damage outside of farm damage you know crops mm-hmm. and stuff but if it does hit a town it fucks the whole town it just demolishes it like 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 was shown in this movie so that is kind of realistic um they talk about f5s like they say voldemort throwaway comment <laughs> okay well here's actually let's go to that let's go to that table scene when they're eating their mm-hmm. food. food 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 um food so the crew's describing to the the, the, the fiance the the f's the the fuji uh, the what's it yeah, called five fajita symbol the fugazi i like to say fajita but it's uh f- the fajita so they're like an f1 will do this to you an f2 whatever and then they stop at f4 and she goes is there an f5 and they all look at her like that's the craziest fucking question in the world like why would you yeah, say that only one person has seen it but she didn't she saw her dad get sucked out of a fucking storm sure. shelter it's, see, it's like putting like anchovies on a pizza, like, so you're like ordering pizza over the phone. You're like, and uh, half anchovies, and like everybody just like looks at you. Mm, like, why? This motherfucker. Um, Why'd you do that? 
their animosity, they're, I, I get it, they're chasing a storm, but now that we know that tornadoes are only going 10 to 20 miles per hour, they are taking some risky sharp turns on level B roads and like trucks and like kind of top-heavy stuff, especially Bill Paxton when he's driving Dorothy around. He's just whipping that truck around corners like it's not going to tip. But in the nineties, like that's we were built for we were built for we were built for tough. If you can't dodge it, ram it. <laughs> Chevy. I, I don't, don't know their thing. Like a rock. Like a rock. One just throw away animosity that uh Marissa is trying to hold an umbrella during the first tornado thing when she overhears Bill Paxton saying he's still in love with Helen. Why would you ever do that in tornado weather? Hold anything. But also why are they letting her also kind of their bad? Um but Let's talk about how many times we think Dorothy probably still should have worked without the little pop things on it. I every mean, time. Every time it was in the... I mean, every time we saw it, it. They got it in a tornado twice. They're just saying those like little things... the whole things, thing was the... Yeah. No, sorry, I'm sorry. Go on. No, just that. I mean, like, if it got sucked up in the air... Like, the the whole thing there. is, it turns out their, their, their design of Dorothy was just True. dumb. They just needed something to elevate, I guess, whatever the balls well, do. Well, that's the whole thing. It's supposed to suck it out of there, but, like... They they always act with that thing tips over like it's game over, but like those things are still loose and they'll probably get sucked hey, don't up. Say, like, don't say suck it. Don't say suck it, dude. Suck it. Suck it. But it doesn't seem like <laughs> those are, could totally just get whipped up from the ground and it's it's, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. So yeah, we saw it drop. I I guess in the streets in the in the in the second run of tornadoes. That's that's the one that should have just gotten picked up yeah, there too. Totally fine there too. Um. Oh. Here's an animosity, just a clerical animosity. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, I think the Dodge Ram had driven through a house, driven through an exploding tanker, and then just gets briefly nudged by a tree that's coming at them at however fast it's being blown by the, the, the tornado. Just nudged. But it's coming at them. With the force and wind of a well, it goes under. It goes under the axle. It gets it wedges them, is what it does. But like, uh, really, we should just talk about. But it slows up just a nudge. I I, I get what you're saying though, because like they drive, they crash through a house, they drive through a wall, and there's no damage to the truck. They drive through a wall, and that happens all the time in movies. But you do that, you gotta bust up the front end of a car. I'd say this movie is comparable to. 80s action movies with Sly Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger, how they're getting shot by a million enemies and not one bullet hits them. Nothing hurts these guys. Nothing even remotely. Well, even actually, Aunt May or uh, whatever Meg. the fuck her name, she gets a little banged uh, let's up. Actually do the, Is it Meg? Meg? Uh, let's take this back because uh, I actually off, to, off of that question. Well, they've survived the garage, the 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 drive-in theater tornado when they just get down in that open those open pits. One guy gets hit in the head with a hubcap that i believe should have killed him alone he should be dead again it just brings me up to the fact that these guys who are tornado experts hide in such shitty places <laughs> they really do there must have been a better place even within that garage Jordan, to hide. Is, they were the it's, ones it's that made weird. these techniques you know what i mean we were this was before we knew where to go <laughs> hold on jordan, jordan now, do you play any instruments i believe you know the answer is no well <laughs> okay <laughs> Um, F5 I mean I don't F5 is like a sick band name I'll be honest Like F5 Ooh I like that so You want to be F5? No um, Is that the people no. I th- I, Do I have to learn an instrument? Uh, I think people are like What fifth fret? Is that what you guys do? And that's like What's that mean? We already kind of talked about this But in a different way Like that was the smoothest Breakup ever With like the girlfriend <laughs> Too smooth and she like, just disappeared like, like, in the night. She had nowhere to go, but like on top of that, her reaction was just unbelievably casual about the whole thing. 
I think she walked back home. Like she walked like two thousand miles. Like she force gumped it and just made it back. Yeah. She's bored. She's borderline legend of Bagger Vance, just walking out into the night. And was she even really there? You yeah. Know? What? Yeah. Exactly. Was she really there? She was dressed all in white, like an angel or something, or a spirit. That's I don't true. know. She didn't seem to get that dirty. She just uh, field the dreams that threw the corn. Speaking of which, animosity on behalf of farmers. There's like a couple times they just drive straight through a field that the tornado was not going anywhere near. Like yeah, three like times. Insurance will pay for maybe hopefully the, some of that, but probably not because that's like vehicular, like just like property damage, and it's not oh, like a knee storm. high by the Fourth of July. Oh God! Oh damn it! Like in fact, they're he watching like, like hit that house fields. and hit that house and miss theirs, and they're like, oh wait, oh shit, who's this asshole? He's just driving through my field. We were fine. Bill Paxton, come on. No, I I, I I noticed that this viewing every he drove through like four fields is disrespectful. I was actually pissed at him. And one time they pulled out from a cornfield onto the road and almost T boned the yeah. bad Carrie Elway's crew. I'm like, whoa, that's on these motherfuckers. You, yeah, can't, you can't drive through a cornfield and be mad at someone on the dirt road. Oh. Jesus. It, it, it was disrespectful. I noticed it. I was really pissed. And I'm like, listen, weatherman. <laughs> These people, it's somebody's crops. Somebody's uh, here's a new one, Jordan. Cool Sooners hat. Cool Sooners hat. I thought about that. Do you know what I wished more than anything? Philip Seymour Hoffman's character is wearing a University of Oklahoma Sooner hat. I'm like, God, I wish cool it was Cool Sooners hat. Good, good, set, good, good Sooners hat. Solid Sooners I hat. I think it's got the green under Bill. Ooh. Mark and I were talking about yeah, this, yeah, if you know yeah. what we're talking about. The green underbill is where it's at. I don't know why they got away from it. Mitchells and Ness brought it back. It's it's a clean This might cool have come look. up in one of our previous ones, but I can't remember what movie we were talking about. Uh, I just have a quick callback, Animosity. Um, Aunt Meg's house. The dog. Take the dog with you initially. You were all next to it in the basement. You left it, had to go back for it. Most. died. Most. Also, Bill. She Meg just is like Bill Paxton. Go back into my crumbling house and get that dog. Like you, as it's like slowly going. Like no, this is gonna make me seem like an mm. asshole. But never go back and get stop. A, a pet. Stop. Just don't. No, that they'll make it out. They'll be fine. You you think Bozo was gonna get crunched in there? Probably. I might even t- like say Cameron and I are in the same room, and I get out. I'll give him a, like a text or a call. Like, Can't get, get, get out of there. <laughs> get out. You t- no, get Finster. I don't see Finster. <laughs> well, quick, quick animosity off that. Maybe take a day off to see how your aunt's doing in the hospital. Like, I get that this is a huge tornado and, like, now could be your time, but, like, she might die. So you should maybe, like... Eh. No, that's that's not what her... That's not her vibe, dude. Like, she like she's about the storm. Well, the aunt's even like... Well, that's actually where the aunt's like, you go stop that tornado. She actually does say that in the movie. Right, she, yeah, exactly, she does. Which was why she should stay with her. She's loopy. She took a hit to the head. She doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> She's being so tough. It's like, I'll be fine. It's like, it doesn't look no. like it at all. Also, rewatch for this. If, you, if you're listening to this and you're going to watch the movie later, watch how much Helen Hunt grabs her, her aunt's broken wrist. Oh, I know. She's like, oh, Aunt Meg. She is just grabbing. I'm like, like oh, leave her alone. My wrist is fractured. It's fine. And she's like, let me see this. Yeah. Yanks it around. It's, it, it is she's just, just yanking we, we, the we wrist. We talked about it at the time when we were watching it. it Rewatch it, it, it. She is just handling the shit out of that wrist. It is infuriating. I'm like, listen, I don't know what type of scientist you are, but you're obviously a like we talked about the science a little bit before this of, of tornadoes, but it still baffles me in this movie what gets picked up and what doesn't. The cows flying in front of them. Granted, they're in a truck that's heavier, but like there's a lot of time there's like a big building coming by and like they're fine. 
I don't know enough about twisters to say a cow couldn't uh, a heifer couldn't or, or it seems like you don't know shit about aerodynamics is that where we're going wrong i don't even get what it is that's making some of these heavy things just go up you know well the biggest the biggest animosity with this movie is the debris yeah, game the, the, that's essentially where my question it's, animosity it's, it's just is, I guess. it's just ridiculous it's it's so stupid that these guys don't even have scratches well, just, yeah the, 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 the amount of times dirty. things have just gone right by him is crazy well they drove through a, ca- a yeah. house and nobody has scratches. Well, and that house was blowing. Oh around, no! Oh, this fine. one. This one actually gets to me. When they ghost ride their truck in in the cornfield to to ghost ride it into the into the mm-hmm. tornado, those guys jump out in a cornfield, wow. <laughs> going however fast they're going. You could land a corn stalk most likely and get stabbed. <laughs> those things are really fucking sharp when they, they really break. Are. It's an ignorant thing. It's just all ignorant. It's so dumb. Like, that might almost be as dumb as it gets. You guys are going to jump out in a cornfield going 20 miles per hour, however the fuck fast you're going in this cornfield? You guys are idiots. <laughs> corn stalks are really sharp at the bottom if they well, break. Sharp. All of it's sharp. You're just going to get little paper cuts on the way out. You're definitely going to get poked in the gashing eye. Wounds. Poked in the eye. That, and gotta that cover, you got to cover up. What is your. You got tuck and roll? I'm going to cover my face in uh, tuck and roll. That's how I'm going to go. In my head before I jump, I'm going to tuck and roll. <laughs> But what really happens is like oh. not that at all. Uh, can I just ask our veggies? Sorry, go on. It's gonna be oh my. Well, I imagine it's just like you land just... and you accidentally immediately start going like head to feet, and it's not like the right kind of roll. Yeah, it'll it'll be aw- it'll be awful. There's no way I'm prepared for that. In my head, I know. Yeah, I'm gonna tuck and roll. I'm gonna easily roll out of this. But that's not that's not what's gonna happen. <laughs> Sorry, go on, Mark. Are <sighs> uh, storm chasers like? exempt from like the laws like is yeah it just like a like a funeral possession like a funeral procession 100 percent. you see a fleet of vans you're like oh they can drive as fast as they want like you can run red lights uh-huh. i don't know if they're exempt from laws okay. but i know that they don't pay child support or um alimony. you know what though here's the one thing i will say the few times i've been out driving when a funnel cloud is forming or a tornado has touched down uh i sped my ass off and drove past cops and they were speeding their ass off because like it's pretty acceptable i think if there's a tornado like oh get out of here so mm-hmm. yeah yeah you're that asshole say. in that one scene being like just honking at the guys <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah there, there was a lot of camaraderie warnings going True. on on the opposite side of the road yeah we see i've it. never found that to be also, true like quick question like they hear of that mile wide F five like at night, and all of a sudden it's daytime and it's still going. Like, how long has that been thing been on the ground, just destroying Oklahoma? That's like one of the biggest like critic like uh, is like we just decided to, like take a just take a take a breather, take like a good night's nap, good night's sleep, get back to it the next day. Like, and it's still there. We, we witnessed a crazy fucking tornado at a, a drive-in movie theater just leave it off oh there is a there's a part in the movie um i don't know if you recognize this it's almost when we get introduced to um the black dodge caravan crew Iowa's crew they're chasing on the side of the road heading towards a tornado and then all of a sudden they the next scene they cut to um bill paxton trying to get helen hunt to sign the divorce papers in town did anybody notice that that Nothing happened with that first chase scene. Rewatch it. In fact, if you're out there listening, hit us up on our Instagram at Cold Classics uh, Podcast at gmail.com. It's very confusing. It's it's like they edited it out of their way. That w- I will say that's a bad edit. That's a bad edit. Mm. It's a real bad cut. It doesn't make it sense. It doesn't make sense. It, it, 
That actually is a re- out of anything I ever say. That one really I think is. I a came nitpick. back from the, back uh, from, from the bathroom and and I'm like, wait, what happened? Camera's like, they just pulled over. He's <laughs> like, nothing. <laughs> I think they just stopped, man. I think they just let's bring it into town. Bring it Kayla into town. has an interview with the local news. <laughs> Question: What's up with that farmer in his blade room? Like that guy is a serial killer, though, right? Yeah, sequel. So if we're is doing about cross mojinations, it's the beginning of crazies. Although that does take place. Yeah, in Iowa. true. The crazies. I like that movie. Is it because it takes place the in Iowa? In Iowa, Somewhat. you need a couple machetes. You need a chainsaw. You need a scythe. You yeah. need all these things to slaughter and cut trespassers and, and harvest. That's what you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe it's a good thing. That, we got to say it in Iowa. If you don't use it, you lose it. So maybe it it's a good thing, thing that the tornado uh, <laughs> skipped that house, skipped that house, and then demolished that murderer's house. Yeah. That's what you get. The downside is, though, <laughs> it hit that, 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 that barn, and then it just sent a bunch of blades like out into like the towns, though, and like out in the air. So like that caused, that did They probably damage. actually hit, um, just finished off of Carrie Ke- Elway's crew that oh, didn't get true. exploded. <laughs> just every, they got hit by all the or debris. like Helen Hunt and, they're and the Bill Paxton think they're, they're fine they're like the... 20 yards away. Like those blades aren't still just going to like fly through wood and stuff and demolish them, which gets me. I think we're up to it. I think we're up to the point. Um, but before we get there, there's one last little nitpicky thing I have to say. Um, I, I don't even remember where where um, uh, the fiance is supposed to be from. She seems to be more of a city folk than a country folk or what have you. But whether at Aunt Meg's having their dinner, they just have steak and potatoes. And she's looking at it like she's never seen steak and potatoes before. <laughs> It's just a just just steak and potatoes. Jordan, like fancy. you know, you live in Oklahoma. She lives in Oklahoma, right? <laughs> or nearby? I don't know. She's never seen a, a home cooked meal like what she eats the finest sushi in Oklahoma. Like what? What is she not? Why is she so disgusted? If you're gonna be disgusted about anything, and I don't think she is because I think there's romance happening there. It'd be Sil- Philip Sillymore Hoffman's balls <laughs> sitting on the side. It's like every time he gets up. Uh. Uh, that that one was like I'm like, what is she so disgusted about? Cool. That nice lady made you, and I don't know why you're there. You should have been back at the hotel ten scenes ago. But uh, enjoy some of that big steak and eggs. Or <laughs> Maybe steak and it's potatoes. just underdone, and she doesn't like it like that. I mean, she could be disgusted, but she looked like she's never seen That's it. That's true. Mm. Again. Just white outfit you the know, whole she's time. Been through two not, tornadoes. Not she's going through a lot. Maybe it's maybe it's just kind of other factors in in there. You know. That's true. She could be thinking about how high her fucking cell phone bill is. True. Gonna be. Uh, gonna, that that's gonna be a. Trying to think of the should we words. get should we get to the to the moment? Would they survive? We should, but we'll wait. We'll wait till we'll wait till Mark gets uh, back. Because I mean, this this is a whole True. fucking movie. That's it's the reason we did it. There's only, and I'll bring it up, but it's only one more. It's it's maybe this the second most unrealistic moment in in action movies, disaster movies. I can only think of one What's more. That? I can, it, it it almost rivals, and I think it, it just so happens to be the same director. Mm-hmm. That speed, they make that jump. Right, <laughs> that makes sense. And, and they ramp out of nowhere. It almost rivals another that. jump. I would also give to uh, skyscraper the Dwayne John Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie. He makes an <laughs> impossible leap from a crane into a building. Um, that might have been the second movie I saw with MoviePass. I'm like, this is why I have MoviePass. To see skyscraper in the theaters. Okay, so we're to the final All moment, right. Mark. 
Would they serve? Okay, like this was the question when Twister came out. Everyone saw the movie and said you could not survive tying yourself to a, a pipe and having a tornado an F five, nonetheless, a finger of God uh, go over you. Let's break this down. Okay. Take away all the debris. I don't think that you would even just stay on on the belts on those pipes. Well, we right? did learn some tornado facts. We did learn that the saying I don't low know is better. It's tornadoes li- to, to dispute it. Like I, I think. No, I'm saying that. No, no, no. I know that they. You could like stay within the, the eye of the tornado, whatever. Not the breathing part. Mm. I mean, the leather in the belt withstands that force. I mean, I have a nice belt from Abercrombie that I think could maybe. Hold me and a partner, Cameron, if you'd like to join me. Well, good, because uh, I don't think any of my belts could hold me, so good. Um, I don't know if I've ever had a nice Abercrombie belt, um, but mine break just looking at them sometimes. <laughs> that, that, and they say it's genuine leather, so I don't I'm know. break that, putting it on my You know, I, I think conclusively <laughs> everyone just has come up with the same thing, that no, you can't do that. You can't survive that. The debris is what's going to kill them. But then second... The debris is so ridiculous. There's so much debris around them. A barn disappears, or a shed disappears around yeah, them. That's all going somewhere, and that is They don't really them. do too much with the debris after like the, like the first like cinematic like moment where it's like, oh, there's a bunch of... like knives hanging from this wall well that's the that's the one they leave but those are still getting those are like that still gets exploded and like tossed towards them like those are still part of the mix you'd think you know so um, as i was watching it of course this is this is one of the reasons we do a movie like Mm -hmm. this twister the 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 thing you're thinking about immediately is the last scene in the shed fucking ridiculous stupid but in a great way i thought of it as i watched this time so Yes, maybe you, you can breathe in a tornado, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say they don't even get hit by debris. But there's a lot going on. So I imagine while they're up there, they'd like pass out <laughs> and just like drop dead weight. Like after after the tornado, it just <laughs> gently lies them down. Like, come on, guys. Like, it's so stupid. It's the dumbest. This is my last thing for this category, and it's an animosity, and it's the fact that the tornado just immediately dissipates. That huge thing is just like, and done. I actually think that is kind of accurate. I think that after they run its course, they do kind of just dissipate back into watch it. it. It is pretty cool to see that. Now, I don't know if one of that magnitude would dissipate right on top of well, them. Well, I'm just saying this but, is a tornado um, that lasted, uh, I don't know, 12 hours for them to catch up to it again or something. So at least still sunrise. So I don't think it is one tornado. It's tornadic activity. Oh, so seeing that one dissipated got, and then it's just another bit. Still the same storm. Yeah, there's no okay. there's no such thing as one tornado. If it comes back, it's a different tornado. They don't name tornadoes like other um, storms. Like yeah, you uh, it's disasters, it's which is the weird. Same storm, not the same tornado. I think at one point it's like we're not going to have this for yeah. long. That's why they missed the first like Dorothy launch. Um, here's a question. This is just a throwaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Paxton's an awful partner. <laughs> he who wants to drive all the time is really did, um, um, disrespectful to, 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 to Helen Hunt and to his new fiance. And then wildly disrespectful to his new fiance. There is absolutely no way that uh, the passion is going to last past this life death experience. No. They should still sign those divorce papers. I don't think he should get well, back with well, Melissa, the good news is, but though, he should like, not end up with Helen Hunt. This movie is great because they just get to go. He just steps right back into his old life because they're still married and like he's still part of the crew. So like he's just he's back. Does he ever? Okay, last question. Does he ever call that yeah, weather he, job and be like, I'm not coming back? Or is he just ghost him? Um, pretty sure he got fired like a week ago. 
That's why he's like, we'll go to get these divorce paper signs. Get it mediated. Here's the deal. Um, <laughs> it's like E! Entertainment. Like, It's not even like NBC. It's not like a major like cable network. It, it's so funny how he's like, I'll give you one day. It's like they don't. We don't need you. We obviously have been. I don't. A lot of the times in movies, I don't know the timeline of how long he's been out of the crew. True. Has it been six months? Has it been five years? It seems like it's been, been some, time, some time. Some years, maybe. So what? Is, outside of the design of Dorothy, the the the, the thing but that also, monitors the tornado. It seems like it's been. What, a, what does he? It seems like a short time because they're like, oh, like getting engaged already. Like there was that whole like narrative. Well, that's too. true. That's true. But it's maybe like, that's also because yeah, he's so still within, married. Technically, I feel like though. within two years. I'd, I'd agree with that. Two years seems like a good ballpark mm-hmm. figure. Oh, this is shout out to Megs. This is a uh, Meg shout out in the the podcast. When we were watching Lost Boys, right. she's like, "That's the lady from Twister." I'm like, "Wow, I wouldn't have known that at all." Cool. This is of course a '90s movie with a bunch of ridiculous stuff in it, over the top stuff, cool old effects. So uh, make sure you write us in with your favorite question, comments, and animosities on our movie posters. Quotes. Favorite quotes. All right, guys, let's do some quotes. It's the suck zone. Uh, Dusty, just Dustin, throwing it off right there. Is his name Dusty or Dustin? He's got a lot of good ones. I think it's Dusty. I'm, I'm not sure it's Dustin, but like, but know, like they call him Jacksy, yeah. Jeff, Vince, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this a testament to him that he is a talented actor, or just he was a plucky comic relief, or is Philip Seymour Hoffman good enough to steal scenes in most movies he's in? Little column A, little column B. He's definitely thinking into it enough to free ball and have his nuts hanging out while filming this. So you know, he's de- he's I'm, putting a little more or less, I guess, in this case. I'm into this see yeah, but he really in a lot of his movies jumps off off the screen you watch him no matter what his character is it's because he was a good he was a great actor gone green greenish baby thank you cameron thank you cameron uh we didn't set those up but uh but it's uh dusty to marissa when he's telling her it's the suck zone talking about tornadoes uh then also it's dusty again because it's philip seymour hoffman and uh bill paxton talking about green greenish baby hey bill glad you're back i'm not back that's a good recurring joke throughout the beginning of the movie. I like that one. Also, this is another just Bill Paxton one. You don't really know where to put it, but Mark pointed out to me. He says Christ and Christ about like that. That's his go-to. Oh, Christ! That's a Christ a lot. Yeah. That's his go-to in this one. Uh, I got a Cameron quote for you. Uh, the character known as Rabbit. You know him as Cameron from uh, Ferris Bueller. Uh, can I trust that? Yeah, you can trust me. You can trust me. Rabbit is good. Rabbit is wise. <laughs> Food. 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 Food, 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 food. Mark started saying that quote before I, I rewatched the movie, and it'd been so long since I'd seen it. But like that, that I would say that is Mark's memorable quote from the movie is the food one, or at least the most usable <laughs> one. Uh, that is, uh, of course, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman when they're going to Meg's house. I, like anytime, like, uh, like, do you want to, you want to get some and food? the whole Motley crew? Everybody gets well, in true. on it. But that's true. But he starts it. He start, Someone's got to start the wave. That's true. That's true. It's a slow yeah. clap with food. True. Uh, I've said this, but uh, Jodie Foster, nah, Helen Jesus Hunt. Christ. I've said this one a bunch of times through the movie, but Helen Hunt, uh, when she's um, talking to Bill Paxton, you've never seen it miss this house and miss that house and come for you. Jesus, Joe, is that what you think it did? Is Bill Paxton's response. Um, that is her Goonies Never Die. Down here, it's our time. Oh, that's actually... That's a serious one. Like, I actually do like that. That's just a good tag from the movie. That's not one of the funnier ones. And in my defense, I didn't write down the Bill Paxton one, so we might have said, Christ, Joe. Christ, Joe. 
I can't do it. You actually have a decent... Loser! Loser! <laughs> what, uh, what part is that? I know the... Sorry, it's one It's one Philip Seymour Hoffman gets there before, and he's just in his in his Winnebago. He might not even actually be in the crew. That's what I'm saying, He might saying, just tag man. along. Uh, this is Melissa to the dinner table during the food part, but when she asks, is there an F5? Silence. What would be that be like? The finger of God. None of you ever seen an F5? Just one of us. Bill Paxton at the end. Everyone looks up at Joe showering. Almost a sexy shower scene. Only two people showered there, Joe and Joe and everybody. I mean, everybody else is very dirty looking. It's the same mm-hmm. day. It's Martin. like a, as if she didn't shower. You know what I mean? Like, it- Do you know which finger of God it is? <laughs> the middle finger? Thumbs up their asses. Uh, thumbs, thumbs up, up their, their asses. asses. You know the house, you know Aunt Meg's house is not cool for hot water for more than two showers anyway, though. Like, that's like all it could handle. Um, You know what confused me about her house? Uh, rewatching it this time, I always thought that she was in the country. She's on the main strip in town. It, but it's like one of those small, like, Dundee towns where it has a I street, get it. I get know? it. The, 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 the edge of it really is just the country, but mm-hmm. I didn't know she was on the main strip. I kind of forgot She's that. right in it. Uh, hot water would be, uh, yeah, low, low. It's the wonder of nature, baby! Uh, out there, uh, listeners, if you have a favorite quote or a Bill Paxton delivery that you're missing, uh, make sure you hit us up on the movie posters on social media and or just email us. Okay, recasting. Uh, who's kind of uh, someone closer to the bottom of the totem pole you guys have? Let's do, let's do Meg. Meg. That's who I have at the bottom. I put Kathy Bates. Great one. That's, that's good. A, that's a good Misery, one. Misery. No, uh, I know. Yeah. Um, Jordan, do you have anybody? No, I didn't think about Aunt Meg. Did anybody have a rabbit? Because I have a kind of throwaway. Nope. Go ahead. Justin Justin Bartha. He plays Riley in uh, National Treasure. Just wanted to get him in here somewhere. So he's the map guy. Okay. Okay. Daniel Stern. I know this isn't the same guy, but oh! Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the you're plain. Saying, you're, you're putting Daniel Stern for the guy singing Oklahoma? Yes. Nice. I could, yeah. I did. I actually did come up with one for the ant. Okay. And I think you guys are going to like it. Throw it at me. The actress's name is Brenda Fricker. You may know her as the pigeon lady from <laughs> okay. Home Alone 2 and also the I, I thought you knew her as figure. Susan Boyle. Well, I've never seen them together. William H. Macy as the guy who gets slice in the head yeah okay uh, the guy that wears the vest and has the beard uh who who'd you guys have for you know let's go first dr jonas let's go the carrie elways who, who'd you guys have for that matthew mcconaughey okay yeah suave i got a i got a cult classic uh favorite villain for you it's uh nathan fillion we've talked about him a few times he was on uh firefly slash serenity i got a weird one yeah and I think the guy I'm I I, I, I thought this from the get go. I almost want to Jason Bateman. I think he'd be awesome in that role. He'd add a lot to the role. He's also but as the adversary kind dick of guy. Playing a dick too. Yeah, that actually works for me. I could see that. Who'd you guys have for Melissa? And uh, so no one told you life was gonna be this way. Courtney Cox. Okay, I like it. Very scream esque. Again, it's it's gonna sound like a broken horse. But I'm gonna go with Carla Gugini. I, I do. She's from like Night her. at the Museum. Okay. 
She's from some Entourage episode. She's from, so, you know, we, either we you know or you don't. We use her a ton. By now, if you're a listener, She's my you token. Know her. I like that person. Okay, I, I think I got one you guys are going to like. I put uh, Wendy Malik. You know her from, like, The Emperor's New Groove. She was on, uh, what was that fashion show with uh, David Spade? Yeah, she was on Just Shoot Me. Uh, she's the mom in Emperor's New Groove. You know, she has a very distinct voice, but. Yeah, you know what? The perfect role for her, if it would have worked out age-wise, she should have played Samantha in Sex in the City. Mm. But she was just a little yeah, too Yeah, that would have been nice, actually. She would have killed that. That would have been like the perfect... In fact, that was her. Sorry. Uh, who'd you guys have for Dustin? Dusty. It's lazy, Three, but two, one, I, Jack, Black. Jack Black. Jack Black. Yeah, I did the same I thing. Want I Jack mean, Black. even the internet said... It's, I, I, Jack lazy. Black. it's actually a perfect Jack Black role. Like, I was surprised it, that it, it would have been really good. could play that role. Who'd you have for Bill? Actually, let's do Joe first. I did Jodie Foster. I did the lazy thing. I don't see the romance as much, uh, and I hate kind of the way Jodie Foster talks, but um, so it's a Jodie Foster role for me. I went clutch. I went speed. Ooh, Sandra Bullock. Ooh, Sandra Bullock. That's actually a really yeah, good I one. I almost completely recast them as well, but I thought about speed, and the, the director did it as well, so I went against that. I didn't really have a good one, so I'll pass. I, I, I do like the Sandra Bullock one, though. For my uh, for my bill, I put Dennis Quaid. It's, this is Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid and Bill Paxton are pretty interchangeable, or were? I had two different. I had two different bills, but it's also because they play similar type roles mm-hmm. in movies. I had either Kurt Russell or Kevin Bacon. They uh-huh. both could have been Bill. And Mark, you said you were doing straight Keanu, and for your uh, for your bill also to go with your uh, Sandra Bullock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Uh, casting what ifs. This is a fun one. Uh, Tom Hanks was the original choice for Bill, and uh, to the point where he actually went through a bunch of the table readings with the cast and chose uh, the outfit for that stayed. Ended up the, the he chose the character's wardrobe that ended up staying through the the actual movie. But funny enough, Kurt Russell was also approached and briefly attached to it, and so was Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, son of a gun. It was actually James Cameron who recommended uh, Bill Paxton for the role. Michael Keaton would have been good yeah, at this because he's great. sort of an odd because he looks the way he does. He's, he can play an every man. He's not an every man. You could do Kevin Costner. You could do so many people in this role. It's they're generic. Yeah, I could roles. see that though. I could see Tom Hanks, Kevin. I could see them all. I could. I could really see it all. I mean, there's almost nobody that you couldn't say. You should definitely add some diversity to it uh, during this time. You could do Will Smith during that time. He's charismatic. Yeah. He did big movies. He could do Denzel Washington, even though it may Too have been serious. beneath him. You know what I mean? Can't be fun enough. Um, Can't have fun with it. Or did he just not pick fun movies? I'm sure he could. Uh, Should we move on to the Holy Trinity? For first-time listeners, the Holy Trinity is where we put three character actors into the movie. Uh, it's a random rotating cast from people we want to see and also uh, suggestions from you. I'll tell you what has always been in, though, for the last few weeks at least, and I'm not taking out. Number one is Andy Dick. Number two is going to be Danny DeVito. And number three, Catherine O'Hara. So we'll start with Catherine O'Hara. She's... Is she the love interest? I'm you know what? I'm actually nah, going to put her as Meg. She's, she's, Aunt Meg. she's Aunt Meg. She's totally Aunt Meg. It's going to be she's the Aunt older Meg. Catherine O'Hara. It's going to be a funnier Aunt Meg, too, and she's going to be a little drunk, mm. a little wobbly. She's definitely an Aunt Meg. Uh, Danny DeVito. Where are you putting Danny DeVito? Da- Every tornado. <laughs> He's just the tornado. I'm an F5. He's a I'm the finger of God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Every twister. Uh, he could also be the Dusty. He's Dustin. 
every cow that, we every cow we see. No, he, every cow we see is just stop, a floating Danny DeVito. Don't do that. Don't do that. He's the he's the dad that just gets sucked out. He holds the door at the beginning. <laughs> oh, wow. At the beginning. But I I I want it to be in. I don't want him to be playing that character straight. I want it to be Danny DeVito being like, oh Jesus Christ, store's really giving me a a whole lot here. I want it to be everything he has. He's got like a song. <laughs> All the, the twist, essence of him uh, sprinkled on him. The twist. Uh, the twist. Oh uh, shit! <laughs> if we only had warning. <laughs> Uh, and last but not least, Andy Dick. Andy Dick's also the tornado almost, uh, but where do you want to see Andy Dick in this movie? <laughs> oh, he'd be good as a tornado. Andy Dick's just the F5. <laughs> he's Carrie Elways. He's he's the other he's the other guy that's following along. Especially because like you know how he always seems kind of like one step behind. Imagine like Andy Dick's like just quick head turn of like him being like, where where, 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 where the fuck's he well, going? Where where does he think he's going? It'd be so great because he gets it's because of Carrie, uh, Carrie Elway's character gets to be so dismissive to his driver. Yeah. That it'd be so great to hear Andy Dick berate that guy. <laughs> True. Uh, anywhere else he could work? I, I I like him as Carrie Elway's. Try to change my mind. No, I actually I was trying to think. I mean, if you put him anywhere, let him let the dick out. But uh, no, that one works. That works for me. Cool. Uh, this week uh, we we're going a little long because it's Twister. We had a lot of things to say on it. So in light of a Mount Rushmore top four, we're just encourage our listeners to go watch any Philip Seymour Hoffman movie. Bill Paxton, you know. Uh, pay some respect, R.I.P. Two great actors gone too soon. Uh, and we're just going to actually end it on the Holy Trinity this week. But thank you for listening to our take on Twister. Uh, if there's anything we missed, as always, make sure you write in to the movie posters on social media. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you can find us at Cold Classics Pod. Also, if you have any movie requests or any Holy Trinity requests, you can write us at Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, as always, if you liked uh, what you heard today, make sure you like and subscribe or favorite on your podcast app and tell someone you like about the podcast. Until then, we'll check you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.